You know, term limits don't just apply to Democrats. They also apply to some Republicans like, oh, I don't know, Lindsey Graham, who's calling who's calling for the assassination of Vladimir Putin. What's up, everyone? This is the Mark K Show pre-show podcast. My name is Mark K, as you know. It, my picture's right there on the, it says Mark K. Yeah, I mean, you know who I am, otherwise you wouldn't be here. Um, and we have, uh, we do this podcast every single day, Monday through Friday before the show. Gives us a chance to look at what's going on, hash out some ideas, figure out what's worth talking about, what's not worth talking about, or if something's not worth talking about, well, but we want to make it worth talking about, we try to figure out some angles on that. You can always leave me messages too if you'd like and we'll we'll attach. I, I figured out by the way I can attach your messages to this podcast. So if you're on Anchor and you and you record some kind of reply, I can just add it to the end and this, you know, it could keep I guess it could just go on forever, I guess, depending on how many messages I have. So definitely try that if you haven't already. And then, of course, we can use those on the uh, on the air as, as our open mic messages as well. But I woke up this morning and I see that Lindsey Graham is getting blowback from both sides, from Democrats and Republicans, um, regarding comments he made calling for the assassination of Vladimir Putin. Apparently, and he didn't just, it's not like he was at a bar with his buddies, like he's out there in Charleston or uh, Columbia, wherever the hell he lives, or he's in downtown DC and he's hanging with his boys and he's like, you know, throwing back some cold ones. He's like, you know what we got to do? We got to kill that MRF or man. Some, you know what someone's got to do? Someone's got to go in there and assassinate Vladimir Putin. That's the only way this is going to end. And all his buds are like, yeah, yeah, we need somebody to assassinate. That's when you put a bullet in his head. Boom. Conflict over. I mean, I've had those conversations, too, not about Vladimir Putin, usually about, you know, so well, you know what, I don't want to get into it. It's not about me. It's about Lindsey Graham. But Lindsey Graham, no, this dude, this dude did it on Twitter. Lindsey Graham goes on Twitter and tweeted out, uh, the only way to end the crisis in Ukraine is for Russians to assassinate Vladimir Putin. Is there a Brutus in Russia, which is a Julius Caesar uh, reference. Is there a more successful Colonel Stauffenberg in the Russian military, which is a Nazi reference because Colonel Stauffenberg unsuccessfully tried to assassinate um, Adolf Hitler. And then I think Adolf Hitler killed him or he, I, I, you know what, I'll dig that up before the show just so I know what I'm talking about. But the, but I mean, I guess he's looking for somebody. He's calling for somebody and not like a Navy SEAL, you know, not like, um, not like what's his name, the uh, American sniper or the you know Tom Cruise from Mission Impossible. He's not looking for Jason Bourne to to just parachute into Moscow, you know, crawl into the Kremlin, crawl through a window at the Kremlin, sneak into Vlad's room, and just poo, poo, poo. that's not what he's talking about. He's talking about somebody in the Russian military. He wants he's calling for a coup. Basically, he's saying there's got to be somebody in the circle of trust. There's got to be somebody, an advisor, a military expert, one of these oligarchs whose yachts are being, whose yachts are being seized by the, by the dozen. I mean, somebody's got to be able to get close enough to Vladimir Putin and take him out. And that's the only way. That's the only way. In fact, he says, quote, that's the, the only way to end this is for somebody in Russia to take this guy out. You would be doing your country and the world a great service. Now, as you can imagine, <laughs> as you can imagine, there's a lot of people that that don't think this is probably a really good idea. One of them is Ted Cruz, who wrote, quote, this is an exceptionally bad idea. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is it a bad idea? Okay. Maybe 
killing Vladimir Putin is not a bad idea. But announcing it on Twitter, like putting it in your feed, like urging somebody to um, to stage a military coup against one of the deadliest leaders and, and clearly craziest leaders in the entire world who's currently involved in a conflict which could go nuclear, maybe not the best thing to tweet out. You know, maybe maybe just stick to memes or 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 you know shows of support for Ukraine. Not the uh, not the, not a request that somebody you know yeah you know hunt down <laughs> Vladimir. Putin. Anyway, then this is great. And I know that this one's going to make a lot of people happy. Um, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene from Georgia said that Lindsey Graham's remarks were dangerous and unhinged. And I'm telling you, when Marjorie Taylor Greene calls you dangerous and unhinged, you've really crossed the line. You've really crossed the line because she has some really explosive ideas of her own. Uh, She wrote, we need leaders with calm minds and steady wisdom. Not bloodthirsty, warmongering politicians trying to tweet tough by demanding assassinations. This is actually, I'm going to be honest with you, this is a very poignant tweet because Marjorie Taylor Greene has summed up, I believe, uh, a a lot of different issues that we're dealing with. Number one, warmongering. warmongering. Clearly, Lindsey Graham is a warmongering politician. I mean, this guy... This guy's on the Appropriations Committee. He's on the Judiciary Committee. He's been into the Senate forever. He probably, I mean, I don't know what his financials are, but look, blood, uh, blood, war, I guess, which involves blood, is always good for the political machine. War is always good for, you know, the United States military. It's always good for a lot of companies that create that create jobs. Uh, you know, Boeing has to make more planes and whoever makes the bombs has to make more bombs and rifles and guns and ammo and all that kind of stuff. There's a lot of money involved. And let's say you're facing a recess- recession, which we're all staring down the barrel of right now. Um, it's a good way to pull yourself out of that. So uh, that that's one thing. Warmongering is big business. And for the politicians in our world, it's been something they've been doing for a long time. And then she said, trying to tweet tough by demanding assassinations. I like that. Tweeting tough. I've never met Lindsey Graham, but I've seen him on television enough, and I've 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 heard the interviews enough, and I hear him on Sean Hannity all the time, and I don't know why. I guess Sean Hannity, I guess they're buds, but uh, but it's really it's really he doesn't strike me as the toughest guy in the entire world, and clearly he's hiding behind his Twitter the way most um, the way most trolls. Um, do uh, anyway. There's a, there's a there's a whole bunch more that we can go into with this, and we will during the actual show because I think it's a I think it's a big story today. Also, there's this smoking gun quote unquote that the January 6th committee supposedly has on Donald Trump uh, calling for the calling for the election to be overturned or calling for Mike Pence to. Apparently, the January 6th commission has evidence. Just damaging evidence that's finally going to be the end of Donald Trump. I'm going to be honest with you. If I if I had as many smoking guns as they've had to put Donald Trump away, I could just I could assassinate Putin. I could go into I could go into Ukraine right now and liberate the whole damn territory. There have been so many smoking guns. There have been so many times when this was it, man. We got him. We got Trump by the you know what. We got him by the we got him by the short hairs. He's re- we are going to take him down. It was first it was Adam Schiff, then it was Jerry Nadler, it was Nancy Pelosi, then it was gosh who knows uh, the, the New York Times, then it was Letitia Adams, then it was Michael Cohen. Still wait, Michael Cohen is on TV every day talking about how this is the big one. Now it's the January sixth committee. Oh, then it was the second impeachment. I mean, it's really, it's really, uh, it's really get it's it's getting comical. 
Man, you thought that Vladimir Zelensky was funny back in his comedy days? Nothing's funnier than the Democrats telling us once again they finally got the evidence that's going to put Donald Trump away. Uh, we may talk. We may talk a little bit about, about that as well. I'm sure there's some other stuff going on. It's Fake News Friday, which is one of my favorite things to do, is uh, comb through the fake news and see if you can figure out which is real news, which is fake news. We'll do all of that. Uh, your open mic messages will prepare you for the weekend. I'm so excited. Uh, noon, noon Eastern, 11 Central, the Mark K Show, live on the Patriot Radio Network. We're on Facebook. We're on you. Oh, I have breaking Facebook news, too. I have breaking Facebook news. Um, but I'll show you know what? I'll share that with you. I'll share that with you live during the show. So make sure you tune in. All right. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you at noon, 11 and central. And if you want to send a comment, do it now. I'll add it to the end of this episode, you know, as long as it's poignant and, you know, not too dirty. <laughs>